0: Maybe she wants to stop over to the Tundra Trio houses, Uh, hit the post-game show with (laughs) old T. We're going to be doing the post-game show up there. Taylor is is more than welcome to come on and break down how her boyfriend played.
1: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your
2: host, Vince Vitrano. 7-12. 7-12. The Milwaukee Bucks have a news conference scheduled for later today to discuss ticket availability for the in-season tournament quarterfinals game, which the Bucks have home court for at Pfizer Forum. But you don't have to wait for that. we got Bucks Chief of Sales and Marketing, Dustin Gonzi, on the Tri-County Contracting, live with us this morning. Hey, Dustin.
3: Hey, Vince. How's it going?
2: It's great. Thanks for uh, taking some time with us. The game next week, Tuesday, 6-30 tip against the Knicks. So, Let's do this first, because this also counts as a regular season game, right? I imagine plenty of tickets are already spoken for.
3: There were a lot already spoken for, but with you know, the unknowing kind of what day of the week this was going to be, who the opponent was going to be, uh, certainly not you know, the advanced sales that you would have with group sales and partial plans and, and things like that. So we started out with, with kind of a lot more availability than we would for a normal regular season game. Uh, but we've already seen, you know, really in the first 24 hours, a, a, a huge demand for this, and and almost playoff-like, you know, um, excitement around around getting tickets. So they have what we have available have started going very quickly already. And
2: so to that point, that like tickets, you can go online right now and start buying, right?
3: You absolutely can. Tickets are on sale for the game. Uh, we released some additional inventory yesterday that you know we had to, to kind of hold depending on on what the situation was going to be. But we've got everything out there now, and Vance can go out and get those tickets for you know our first IST in-season tournament quarterfinal game next Tuesday night.
2: What do you expect inside Fiserv Forum, Dustin? Like that, uh, you know, A number of the players have talked about how, yeah, these games have a different feel, different level of, not that guys don't sell out every night and play as hard as they can, but, you know, there's a little something extra riding on these games.
3: There really has been. It was it was interesting to see, and I think we all were kind of curious what this was going to be like from the, the very beginning. and And even that first, you know, kind of group play game, it's a different court guys are wearing the the city edition uniforms it's it's a little bit different vibe and and i think you know tuesday night getting into you know uh, the the knockout rounds i think it's going to be a a really kind of cool atmosphere and and not something that you're used to seeing again you know these guys are professionals they want to win every game they play but um it's definitely been a, a different sort of atmosphere and and I think even the viewing experience uh, this week on on the final night of group play, is, as you, everyone was trying to see, you know, who was going to make it into the quarterfinals, who you know, looking at point differential, it, it felt almost like a an NCAA tournament sort of night uh, from a, a TV viewing experience. So it's it's been really cool to see how fans, how players, how how everything kind of changed to, and and made this feel like a, a real special event. Do
2: we have an opportunity to host again, Dustin, or do we go to neutral site after this?
3: So if we if we win this, which which we are all. Oh, hoping sorry, I already banked that will, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we will we will head to to Las Vegas for the semifinals, um, and so semifinals and finals would be in in Las Vegas against. Uh, we would play the the winner of the the Pacers and the Celtics, and then the interesting thing is is if we you know if the worst should happen and, and we don't advance, we would then have another home game uh, on Friday against the the other team in the east that doesn't qualify
2: so those tickets on sale now for next week tuesday in the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament thanks dustin good to talk to you thanks 52 bucks chief sales and marketing officer dustin Gonzi with us on your home of the bucks 620 wtmj
1: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's
4: One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Green Bay Packers are getting set to kick things off with the Chiefs in just a few days. The Pack having won three of their last four games and have been trending in the right direction as of late. ESPN's Adam Schefter joining 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee this week, explaining the job that General Manager Brian Guttenkitz has done and how it should not go unnoticed. He knew what he was doing. And he knew it was
2: time to turn the page and that he had to. And he got as much back as he could. This was the direction they were always going to go. And they always felt, and this is what's interesting to me, is they always felt like this was such a young team that was going to improve as the season went on. And and so we saw that last week in Detroit. And now the the thing is, can we see it again in a back-to-back week against
4: another top team? On the football side of things, the Packers did hit the practice field again on Wednesday. No Jaden Reed, no A.J. Dillon, or no Aaron Jones. Still, QB1 explaining what gives him confidence going forward despite so many key injuries.
5: I think we're, we're growing um, together. People are understanding where we need to be. We're on the same page. Um, I think the missed assignments and things like that that we're having early on are, are, are going down, and guys are feeling more comfortable in the system, understanding our roles, and we're, now we're just going out there and playing, executing the plays, um, and guys are making plays. But I think I think guys are just, we have a, a better focus right now about how we're going to start the game. And it's, I think it's helping us start fast, put up some points early on, and, and not get in a hole.
4: The good news for the pack, though, Jair Alexander did return in limited fashion, as did Josiah Deguara. The Milwaukee Bucks are back to work tonight following their big win on Tuesday night. The Deer will head to the Windy City tonight to take on the Bulls. As head coach Adrian Griffin fully expects a tough battle tonight, despite the struggles Chicago has shown early on this season.
5: You know, I know Tibbs, personally, good friend and mentor of mine. I know he's going to have his his team ready, but you know, let's f- focus on Chicago and and go from there.
4: Bucks and Bulls tonight. Tip-off is all set for 7 p.m. Coverage will get underway right here on WTMJ, beginning at 6.30 with Bucks shoot around. And lastly, Devin Williams walking away with some hardware for 2023. The Brewers reliever winning the NL reliever of the year for 2023. Since 2018, the Brewers have now taken this award home for the fifth time. 719
2: on Wisconsin's Morning News coming up. A better look at what the RNC is going to look like next summer in Milwaukee. That story next. 723 on Wisconsin's morning news. You had a fancy walkthrough yesterday. Yeah. Did you see some people? Well, it was more of a
6: welcoming reception, but I did see oh. some people. Yeah. Were you received? I, w- I was, <laughs> with open arms. I
1: want
0: you to have their Miller Highlife Mini
1: champagne, a beer. Here's to Milwaukee. Here's to a great convention. Thank you for being
6: here. RNC host committee chair, Rhinds Priebus. They're toasting. Now we can start the party. There you go. You got that the, party started over there, didn't the, you? they were handing out champagnes, uh, beer, the little Miller High Life stubbies, handing those out to the media and <laughs> to everyone who was at this event okay. Wednesday night at the Miller High Life Theater. So what's happening this week? Basically hundreds of media personnel producers, uh, photogs, even some anchors and talent reporters or whatnot are in town. They'll be in town again today to see the specs, basically, to learn about staging, logistics, where you're going to run cables, where you can put cameras, what you can do with Milwaukee, what you can stories you can tell about Bruce City. And it's a way to help producers and reporters kind of plan for their programming for the RNC, which is in July of next summer. So this just... Helps with that. So this is a huge event basically to help make sure they get what they need. They can tell a great story, make Milwaukee look good, essentially.
2: Well, and one of the things you also have to do is you have to scout all these sites because the networks are doing a week-long television show. So where is your anchor desk outside Pfizer mm-hmm. Forum? What shots are you going to get? Where are you inside the building during the convention? Yeah, and These networks—they send like hundreds of people to these
6: conventions. I mean, it'll be yesterday. I think there's probably a few hundred at the event. There'll be more today. I'll be at the event today just because I I want to learn what we can do there. Right? You want to want to see what we can do? What, what kind of programming we can put in place? Rick Klein. Where's where's the closet they're going to provide for us over there? <laughs> ABC's Rick Klein. You see him on Good Morning America. Yeah, occasionally. We talk to Rick. Yeah, he's on the show occasionally. He was. At the event last night, I talked with him a little bit. He's excited about Milwaukee because it's tight. It's concise, so it won't be as difficult to uh, get around. Some That's of the convention sites, you know, you've got a shuttle here and there. Here, we're, we're, we're nice in a nice little square. It should be pretty easy to get around. I also caught up with the host committee CEO, Ted Kellner, Ask them how they're doing. I, I You know, the, the analogy I use is a horse track. Where are we on the horse track with the finish line, of course, being the big event?
1: We're out of the gates. We're in good shape. Uh, we're coming in probably the first turn. The speed's going to pick up as we get around that first turn. Okay. And I think starting uh, shortly, in a few weeks, it's really going to pick up. There's a lot of work to do. Um the work that we're doing right now, the primary job of the host committee is fundraising. That's going well. Yeah. Uh, we're really on target, maybe a little bit ahead. Great receptivity and speed will pick up on that. Going into the first part of next year, we want to get that done early next year, and then starting to do all the, the nitty-gritty stuff. We're really in good shape. You
6: made an interesting point when you were speaking to the group here. You said, hey, it's not about red or blue, it's about green for the city of Milwaukee.
1: I, uh, as you know, I think you may know, I yep. did the DNC. Yep. Not uh, it, it too was apolitical. There was great receptivity from corporations, individuals, for the same reason. It was about that was uh, economic development, showing people our city. As I said earlier, uh, on a podium, you heard me. Uh, we hope that there's a terrific afterglow. So this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be 50,000 people here, but there's 400 here tonight. There's going to be hundreds, probably every week, every few weeks, coming in between now and the convention. Yeah. So not it's not just a convention four days. It's all that leading up to, and you use the racetrack analogy, we're going to be picking up steam and momentum going into late this year and then yeah. really kicking into next year.
6: So you say afterglow, you know, I'm hearing that you know, American Family Field is going to be renterized. What are we talking about? Final Four? Like, what's the afterglow mean?
1: Well, a lot. We hope a lot. <laughs> I mean, the city is, t- again, you heard me up there. I, yep, and yep, yep. Cleveland got uh, All-Star games. Sure. NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, Charlotte had terrific um, uh, convention activity, so you know when we when we had if you were here in August we had 300 400 vendors over at now the Baird Center over here mm-hmm. but we also had a lot of delegates in for the first debate yeah, here yeah. and I, I made a point of going and talking to our vendors and what how it was going and to a person they said and a corporation boy we got this we got this set up we got that set up and then talked to a couple of people of uh, that were in from out of state and they're enjoying it they like it
6: so Hotel Space, that's Ted Kellner, the CEO of the RNC Host Committee. Hotel Space continues to pop up. We heard about a foreclosure with a hotel downtown here recently. Uh, Channel 12 had a report about how you know, maybe they would use cruise ships potentially docked. In Lake Michigan and use them as living quarters. I asked him about that specifically. I heard one alderman say last night, you know, on one of the local networks, "Oh, we might have to bring in cruise ships." I mean, is that like a legitimate thing? Like where we'd have to find more space for some of these people, or is it too early to say something? Like
1: that's that? too early to say. We'll find the space. We're, we're going to make it as a, a very hospitable, welcoming environment for them, whatever that takes it means. But I wouldn't go to cruise ships at this point. Yeah. yeah so
6: I, I was also very curious <laughs> uh, to cruise ships at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, What's yeah wrong with that? That'd be awesome. Well, if they have to, they have to. But, I mean, there's a lot that goes along with docking a bunch of cruise ships on the side here. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I going to pull yes. one up at Bradford port Beach. Regular port traffic and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, there's other things. But, yeah, maybe. In fact, I'd rather stay in a cruise ship than in Shemboygan, you know, because it's closer. Right, Not that I don't right like there. Shemboygan. But, you know, like, why, you know, if you want to, if you can... Um, asked him about, like, okay, he's he's obviously, as you heard him say, he's apolitical. He's worked with both the DNC and that host committee. Now he's on the RNC host committee. So what he's doing here is for the general good of the city, then, for a political point. But I had to ask him, I'm like, okay, well, with all the weird chaos that is coming with the GOP right now, with will he or won't he be the nominee and Donald Trump, the indictments and all that, are are there other candidates that might come in there? Is he hoping, secretly hoping so some type of brokered convention or something very unique that really puts Milwaukee on the map. So just between you and me, would you want a brokered... Then turn that off. And <laughs> between <you and> me. <laughs> just between you and me and the rest of uh, Southeast uh, Wisconsin, would you want a brokered convention? Would that make it more interesting for Milwaukee You know, to become famous? Would you want something to really make us stand out? my job our job is to set the table
1: what the convention that's RNC what happens at that and i'm my political head is off I know, yeah. whatever happens at the convention what happens at vegas happens in vegas what happens at the convention and the RNC is that our job is to make it the best experience the most welcoming environment and the stuff beyond that is for the RNC to deal
6: with well congratulations good luck very proud thank of you. the city tonight looking um, good thank you so much
1: ted be even more proud i think as the, the next 9 12 months
6: unfolds thank you sir thanks sir. Thank you. That is Ted Kellner, the CEO of the RNC Host Committee uh, last night. Again, a big event taking place at Pfizer Forum today as they welcome in hundreds of media personnel to start walking through what next July will look like. Couldn't be in better hands
2: than those of Ted Kellner. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. I have no clue of what you guys are talking about. Embattled congressman from New York, George Santos, speaking out on the Capitol Steps today. Well, he was just off the Capitol
6: Steps.
2: He was near the Capitol Steps. The
6: expulsion vote is coming up, right? So he is fired up, held a long news conference this morning, speaking with reporters, and he was asked, you know, why don't you just resign then deal with a possible expulsion?
2: I know you've been getting this question a lot, but if it's really, truly a distraction for the institution, why not just resign? Because if I leave, They win. If I leave, the bullies take place. This is bullying. The, rep, the chair of the committee putting out a motion to expel, just introducing it and not calling its privilege, was designed to force me to resign. But he didn't even have the fortitude to go ahead and call the privilege. He had someone else do it. Someone who's actually just recently done one on me, which is Congressman D'Esposito. So the reality of it is it's all theater. It's theater for the cameras, it's theater for the microphones, it's theater for the American people at the expense of the American people, because no real work's getting oh, done. Sure <laughs> Well, don't disagree with you there, Congressman. You are telling truth there. (laughs) Any work gotten done in Congress in years. My favorite
6: part is the dump truck and the garbage truck driving behind him during the news conference.
2: Beep, beep. Well, here's the other answer to that question. Why wouldn't you just resign? Why would I? Right Right, now I'm still getting paid. Right now I'm still getting my benefits until they throw me out. And also I get to do stuff like this. It's the last time he's going to have a big old news conference probably until we see him in court. So he's enjoying the heck out of it calls it bullying 740 on wisconsin's morning news news is sponsored by annex wealth management's money talk that's heard saturdays at 10 right here on wtmj i don't know why we're icing up we're about freezing but i guess it's close enough to the freezing mark there where overnight might have been the struggle in many areas this morning yeah, and familiar spots. I mean, that, that spot up Pilgrim Road on always. Highway 41, that's always a trouble yep, spot. And yep. then north of that, we had incident Out in uh, close to Fond du Lac, uh, not Fond du Lac Avenue, but Fond du Lac. And uh, a couple of accidents just to, to be aware of and uh, give yourself a little bit of extra time today. If you can, take it easy out there. 744, we got sports next with Brandon.
4: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Taylor Swift or not, the Chiefs will be in town in just a few days up there in Green Bay. The Packers hitting the practice field on Wednesday in their quest to win their third straight game. For Green Bay, it was another not-so-great injury update. Head
3: coach Matt LaFleur with the latest. Aaron Jones, Jaden Reed did not participate. Then Limited were... Jair, Devondre Campbell, Kenny Clark, Josiah DeGuara, Rudy Ford, Rashawn Gary, Eric Stokes, Dontavian Wicks, and uh, Robert Roussel. Some key
4: names there returning, but nonetheless, a banged-up Packers squad has been the mantra all season long. Despite half of his squad being hurt, Jordan Love did speak following practice on the excitement he feels in facing off
5: with the defending champs. Obviously, defending Super Bowl champs. The Chiefs have, you know, they've done some really good things over the past couple years. Um, they've playing at a high level, been at the Super Bowl, I don't know how many times, but it feels like the past couple of years they've been there. So obviously a really good team, really good coach team as well. So, you know, we're excited about the opportunity. Obviously, um, last time we played them in the regular season, I, that was my first start. So, um, you know, I've definitely been waiting for this game um, and I'm excited about it.
4: Over to some college football news. One day after Braylon Allen declared for the NFL draft, third-string quarterback and Franklin native Miles Burkett announced his decision to enter the transfer portal. Burkett now becomes the second Badger to hit the portal. And lastly, the Milwaukee Bucks are in Chicago tonight to take on the Bulls. The Bucks, coming into the matchup with a 13-5 and record and over the start of this season, have become one of the more clutch teams, thanks in large part to the Big Three.
5: These guys just know what to do, and they're cool and calm under pressure. And it's like they're built for this, you know, and you can just, uh, you know, you can sense it seeping out his pores, you know, just can't rattle him and you know he lives up to his reputation uh, for sure
4: bucks and bulls tonight from chicago coverage will begin right here on your home of the bucks wtmj beginning at 6 30.
6: idea man
4: it was always fun because you would you would kind of see who enjoyed you know the different foods and the drinks a little bit more than the others uh, it was it was always uh,
6: <laughs> what does that mean innovative
4: well what it means is the old line, love to drink Jager Bobs. And Packers Hall of Famer. At Marco's house,
1: we, we pounded a lot of Jager Bobs. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News.
2: Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tausch, you ever eat at the Pancake Place there in Green Bay?
0: Oh for sure Military yeah it's um, yeah that's uh that's a place that I remember well because when Justin Timberlake came into town and had the big uh, you know the big tailgate with all of our wives and that's where everybody went was the pancake house
2: well it's interesting that you say that because you know we've been talking about this possibly being the Taylor Swift game and WFRV up there channel 5 which is where I started. Uh, went to the pancake house and uh, or sorry pancake place not no affiliation with our Greg pancake hill who was at the pancake two house two different places
6: are <laughs> we
0: sure
2: so
6: are we sure. sure
0: there's no affiliation Greg, Sounds confirmed, like a good right? partnership opportunity. It does sound like a good part. Good looking out, Talis. I'm open. No, no always not looking yet. out for pancakes. <laughs> well,
2: it's not the same place. It's on Military Avenue there in Green Bay. If you're familiar with it, and uh, so FRV goes over there and interviews a couple of ladies on the prospects of T Swift visiting.
3: I think the likelihood is pretty good. Um, it'll be a good matchup, and to, just to see our city in the snow. So excited! I love Taylor Swift, and I think it would be cool to have her be- visit our city and see what it's all about.
2: So then one more for you here, Tausch. They talked to the hostess, Brienne Lee, there at the Pancake Place. And she said what you said. Don't rule out a stop by T-Swift.
0: We've had Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel stop. We've had Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. And we haven't had to close a restaurant. They've just come in and eat with everyone before. So it could be fun for her.
2: We've had Mark Tauscher. She must have forgot uh, that yeah, part.
0: Tauscher's in there, <laughs> Cliffy. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, Brienne is that her name, the yeah. hostess? Uh, T-Swift comes in, the restaurant's shutting down. Uh, so all these other stars, JT was a star. Taylor Swift is not going to be sitting next to Bob and Frank uh, up at the bar at the Pancake. I just don't think with security and where we're at in society, I hope that's the case. But if we're shooting straight, I don't think that's going to happen.
6: See, Tosh, my, I fully expect if she even comes, we don't even know for sure, for sure that she's coming. But I would imagine she'll just land at the airport Shuttle on over to Lambo and then shuttle on back to the airport, right? I mean, he's not going to spend any extra time here.
0: Uh, I would doubt it, but I, I'll tell you what: with Town, you got the new breweries up Ooh, there. Yeah, that's true. Maybe she wants to go and you know do. Maybe she wants to stop over to the Tundra Trio houses. Uh, hit the post game show <laughs> with Old T. Awesome. We're going to be doing the post game show up there. Taylor is, is more than welcome to come on and break down how her boyfriend played. You know, how jo- how Owens was able to kind of lock him up. All of those things could be a ton of fun. But, no, I if she does come, and I think, what are we betting right now? Does she come or not? I think she comes.
2: I think she I comes, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for sure, I said earlier today, like, at this point, expectation is that she's going to be there. And I don't know if we've just created that, but the schedule works out. It's network. It's prime time. It's all of those things. Jen's seen her guy in a while. She's going to want to travel with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it all makes sense. And then plus, is she, you know, she's a football fan. And if you're a football fan, you have to come see the Mecca. You have to come to see the Cathedral of NFL football. And so, And I'm sure the Packers are going to roll out the green carpet. There will be no red carpet this weekend. But roll out the green carpet and show her a heck of a time at Lambeau uh, on Sunday. I, so I think it's better than 50-50 that she comes.
2: So, so I, Eric was trying to get Simone Biles because he yeah. wants this to be the Simone Biles game, as right. it should, because she's ours, right?
6: She's
0: mm-hmm.
2: married to Jonathan Owens, yeah, and she has already said
6: she's going to the game like she usually does. Yeah. She's, she's had, been at she's most. At it. Every,
0: so, like anything else, she's at every game that she's not competing at. Yeah, she's coming to support her husband. Yeah. She, Simone Biles is a star. Taylor Swift is another level. That's just—I mean—that's how it is. It's not. There's nothing against Simone, but she's been at the games. Well, she will be a Packer fan. We all love her, but Taylor Swift is going to steal the show. And we, I mean, that's just how it's going to go. Well, he tried so, to get her yeah, on the air here.
6: here. <laughs> you got to hear this. So I
0: reached, now, how'd out, that go?
6: I reached out to Simone Biles's people and um, yep. oftentimes we get rejected. Uh, but I, I just <laughs> okay. thought this, this parag- they sent me a paragraph back. I'll give you the opening line and the, the last line. Hi, Eric. We truly appreciate you reaching out about Simone for an interview this week. She's truly very excited about Jonathan being with the Packers. Let's see. Last sentence. We hope you understand. She's unable to add in, add anything to her plate for now. Yet we are sending you our very best. We are sorry. That was the absolute most polite no I have ever gotten. <laughs> Still a no, but
0: this <laughs> very hurt very as polite. Much. So though. I don't know about you guys, and I think when you talk to our uh, MCs and stuff, I'd rather you just shoot straight. I don't want all that fluff. Just say no. I'm not doing it.
2: <laughs> I, I, thought I thought it was a nice. I'm email. with Eric on that. I kind of like a nice note back. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, yeah, but in essence, what she's saying is, no, no, no clowns. So
6: one time I got a rejection. Yeah. I, I won't say who it was, but I got a rejection back from a, a staffer once. I'd asked for somebody, and the email said, Hi, Eric, that's a hard pass. <laughs> and I, I laughed out loud. I, I, I was like, Wow, this person's Dang. really, yeah, I,
0: they're shooting so, straight. I hate to say it, but I would much rather it just come out, just shoot straight with me. Hard pass. I'm sure Simone's busy, but it's like five minutes of her time. Okay,
2: but I didn't I need get a, it. A I get it. Pass. I ain't mad
0: at her. But if she just came out and said, No, nah, I'm sorry, Eric, I can't do it. I feel better than the whole paragraph thanking you and all this, because if she really wanted to, she'd do it.
2: That's well, You're right. That's all. I, I thought the hard pass was unnecessary. <laughs> <It> was. <laughs> That's kind of like, how could the likes of you think that my person talked to that you? That wasn't
6: Simone's people. No, it was. Would you available? rather
0: have hard pass or. Hell no.
2: <laughs> that would make me laugh though. I'd appreciate the effort of a
6: hell no. Like that would just make yeah. me smile.
0: Yeah, yeah hell no would be fun. Well, I, so we all think Simone will be there, Taylor will be there. It's going to be a heck of a night at Lambo.